Joe presents Liquid Football, sponsored by Paddy Power. Hello, welcome to Liquid Football on Joe. Together with Paddy Power, it's the show that takes you inside the dressing room and puts you in the boots of the players. With us this week, a couple of regulars in John Walters and in Wayne Bridge, and we're joined by former Manchester United and England defender Wes Brown. So Wes, how has your week been coming into here? Yeah, it's been good. Um, I've really enjoyed what we did before. Yes, and I'm sure to be revealed later, later on. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, it's been good. I'm looking forward to this bit. Um, Others might have enjoyed it. No, I enjoyed it. <laughs> 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 right, a for effort, a for effort. I, think, I think you're still looking a little bit like windswept Wet. and d- yeah. damp. But it's, yeah, it's suffocated. And, and obviously John's decorated. Yeah, He's frosted himself. Match my top. You know, <laughs> don't judge my feminine side, Kelly. No, I'm not. I'm not go, judging you it know, at all. Part of the challenge, I thought I'd go for it. So, I think it's uh, important. Also be revealed in a little bit. Yeah, it's always nice when you turn up home. <laughs> <laughs> You've been to work, you come back here. Do you want to explain? No, there's no point explaining. There's no point. It will be explained a little bit later on. Um, this weekend, there was the... We're going to call it a row for the sake of starting the conversation between Mane and we think Mohamed Salah, where he, Mane thought that Salah should have passed to him a couple of times, came off, was substituted, and was sort of giving all this on the bench. And we were there, John, at, yes. at the game, and Mane was clearly unhappy. The club have said, look, it's fine, but it's, it's just that, that sort of relationship between players and, and that kind of shouting at each other it on, goes on the pitch. It goes on in matches all the time. Um, Salah, obviously, wants the... The golden boot or whatever again, top scorer. I think they were joint last year. Yeah. So he's obviously he's on penalties He'd like to as be well. On his own. <laughs> man, he managed just doesn't get past it. Was three times in the match, and and he's got taken off and he's scored a goal. Got taken off, and he's having to go at Van Dyke. He's having to go at Henderson, basically to tell them have a word with Salah maybe. And then then Firmino joins in the tunnel. You've all seen the video of him coming through, and it's uh, I'm sure it's all forgotten, but it goes on. It goes on in matches, and I think what people tend to forget. Football's like n- no other job, I think. I think you can go on a mean. You could have a blazing row on a pitch and then it's forgotten about afterwards. Some people hold it a little bit. but uh, Yeah, I think it's forgotten about. When you mentioned the golden golden boot, you don't think it's going for his head already this season, 100%. but he's not giving it to him because he doesn't want him to yeah. get the golden boot. <laughs> oh, if that was, then that is disgraceful. But, you know, watching it back, I think anyone who watches back, he's got to pass it. You can understand his frustration, but I don't think... After the game in the change room, much has been said. Maybe a little bit has been sped, but I think they've just forgotten about it. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's I've seen it happen a few times. I think it's probably happened in more games than people have realised as well. Maybe at certain points of the game, and it feels like they maybe should have passed it. But listen, Salah's on my fantasy in um, Premier League. So he can be as greedy as he wants. But yeah, listen, it's just a bit of frustration and. Like you said, three times in a game, he's, he's, he's got to him a little bit and he's probably shown a little bit too emotion. But I'm sure Salah, um, he would have seen that and I'm guessing next time he'll pass it. But it is one of them. I mean, Liverpool are playing so well at the moment and, you know, them three up top are brilliant. But I think Mane probably thinks a few times he, he should have just been, been released in. Yeah, the third it's part. something brewing, isn't it? It's something brewing, I think, because it goes back to last year and I watched I watch Mane in the game and every time he wasn't passing, he was throwing his hands up a little bit. And I watched it last year. He was doing a similar thing, but Salah doesn't so pass. Some, like there's Salah doesn't pass. Four his his yeah, assist but... record and his sort of key passes record is actually well. He got an assist yeah. from really Mourinho's goal, but, yeah. <laughs> <shot the squad. laughs> but it's like you go in a change room and Jurgen Klopp had a little that's all sorted. But certain change rooms will, will have different dynamics. Um, like when I first went to Stoke, Tony Pulis didn't really get involved. All the lads just sorted it out on, in the changing room because we had a good group of lads. Everyone had the same mentality. Then when Mark Hughes came in, he didn't really say anything. So something happened on the pitch, and you get a point. So it was like Stephen and Zonzi kept throwing his hands up at all the players if they didn't pass him or some, something going on in the match, and he kept doing it. And all the lads were sort of losing their head, but no one really said anything, got to the point. And then I think I came in and had a big go at him, and then it was just all in between us, everyone. But I forget about it straight away, but you'd expect the manager to back you up on that because what he's doing is wrong. And some managers won't say anything. He didn't say anything. So it got to the point in Stoke where a bit of the discipline went. Not just on the pitch, it was off it as well. We had lads. <laughs> there was a lad, we went on pre-season to Florida and a lad brought his, his, his wife to the hotel. To pre-season? pre-season. I got, and we pulled the assistant manager and said, hang on a minute, just have a word here. Like, what, what, what the fuck's so going how, on, basically? Yeah. And uh, nothing got said to him, as long as he's happy. So that... It, so, but, but his wife can't. Have, I mean, that can't be much fun for his wife either. Like, to, well, she's 
chose to come, didn't she? Yeah. So was, uh, <laughs> maybe she didn't know. know. Maybe yeah, she didn't mad. know. No, 100%. Else no, was no, 100%. Anyone. It was a bit of a strange one. Yeah. And Who the lads are just like, Eric Peters. Oh. And the lads are just like, oh, what's going on here? Like, it's a joke. Like, she was around the pool and lads finished trainers. Like, what? I'd feel uh, awkward. Unbelievable. Well, you wouldn't do it, but, but it got, no. that's what I mean. It got to the point where the staff wouldn't say anything to the players and would let them do it rather than. Rather than if there's an argument in a in a change room and and the players right, you need to back that up a little bit. So as I said, different different change rooms have different dynamics. Like uh, you'll know sure from he, United, he, where he must have felt he, he got he could get away with it though. That's yeah, because I mean, all through is, the season things were like gradually getting away with things through, yeah, during that, the season. That's where the manager's got to say. So imagine five of the lads doing that. Yeah. Four of the lads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be turning <laughs> into a hot... Uh, you couldn't have done like, it on the old school tours where you had to share rooms. No, yeah, so <laughs> that's just like, like at Stoke, so two different managers had two different ways of doing it. Yeah. Um, but then, like, you, you boys are in the, in the big clubs in the, in, the, in the dressing rooms. What's it like there? Who, like, no, you were United from a young lad, weren't you? So yeah, who's I mean, running it there? First of all, it'd be the manager. Then, obviously, I mean, you've got some big guns. Roy Keane is the manager on the pitch. He's... If something's going wrong in training, he's the one who, who will have a go at you. Not necessarily the manager. After that, you've got Giggsy, Gaz, Rio. You know, so all through my uh, Man United playing career, there was always someone. If they felt you were getting a little bit out of line, even if it was something silly, they'd just have a quick word. It just reminds you of how we got to where we was. And I don't gets, think some teams have that, though. He gets dealt with the players first, I said, yeah, in the bigger clubs. Definitely. Definitely. I think the manager argument. steps in right at the end if he needs to. Yeah. Tell like everyone if, to shut up. Yeah, and like if say if it's kicking off in training or anything, it just split. It makes sure the players that are kicking off are on the same team yeah. and things like that. Yeah, yeah. So there's fights and training as well, isn't there? Like you, you, there's, a, there's always little things going on in training where what one player's not playing maybe, and like two footing people all over the pitch and things like that go on. So there's, there's fights and training. I remember a young lad. I was coming through at Bolton, and um, we had a Turkish guy hacking Bullant and it was Bernard Mendy, a French guy, and there was a fight going on, and it was that bad. I think Phil Brown had to drag Bernard Mendy in to the um, port cabins at the time, into the port cabins, and then next thing, we've all gone into into the uh, into the dressing room to get changed. Uh, manager's office is not far. Hackenbullen still lost his head. Fly kicks the door open of the manager's office and then just carries on. <laughs> so it's like, goes on in training, but then like the next week it's forgotten about... Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's, it's one of those things that happens. You talk about the other players, and you mentioned um, the Bobby Firmino. Is, is uh, coming up the tunnel, and he sort of turns to camera, and goes <laughs> as though he's thinking it's the best thing in the world. Like the, you must, the, there must be a bit of you that quite enjoys it when it's kicking off between other players. I, I would, it's like being at school when someone else gets told off, and you just sit there going, oh, this is God I fun. just think it's immediately after. No, as soon as it's finished, yeah. you have a good giggle don't you it's like, did you see him then wow yeah. <laughs> um, but when it's happening you just sort of want to saw it out especially when it's on camera and everyone's watching it um, but listen that's just frustration there from Mane he wants the ball and yeah I'm not, I don't know whether they speak Like as you'll know not everyone's necessarily close friends outside of football so you don't know whether they speak all the time you don't know So, but he's just laying a bit of frustration out. I don't think there's anything bad in it I've seen worse of stuff is it, is it actually important like rather than being bad for the team if, if it's done and you get it out the way and then you move on from it is it actually important that it's been said that it's out in the open and that that you've cleared the air i think you get you get you make <laughs> they're all looking at me they can't make any difference we're going to say get anyway on, you, you have to get on you get on because you're a team but mm. i think if if there is a relationship that's bad that's when the manager has to step in i think yeah. definitely like i've my relationship what we can't really call it a relationship with mario bellatelli when i was there i just didn't like him very much at all I um, thought his attitude stunk but Man City let him get away with it every time and that gave me the um, people thought it was funny some players and thought it was funny but I just didn't like it he'd turn up late for training he'd um, he wouldn't like rush in and rush he'd just bowl over on his phone still like sorry I'm late and then walk in get changed and stroll out when he wants and I end up having an argument with him well not an argument he basically smashed me I ended up smashing him back and then he like elbowed me across the face and then I was running around the pitch running after him basically so in the end we had that to stop it and Could put you us not on. catch him? I couldn't catch him he's quite quick he had a five yard head start um, and we got put on the same team and then it went into the dressing rooms and things were said and it carried on but I kind of washed my hands of him because of what had happened and the way his attitude was but I I never ever it never caused a problem for anyone else. After that day, I just never really gave him much attention. You know, if 
if I was going to part, if we were in a game and he was there to be passed, I'd pass him the ball. But I don't think it would ever affect the team. I don't think people, I think that's something that people don't understand. They see, particularly successful teams, they look at them and they think, everybody's got to be mates and there probably is something in the fact that if you're successful together there's a there's a there's a bond there yeah i just think listen you're mates professionally and you're there to do the same for the same goal really and that's to win to win trophies and i think everyone that probably came to man united understood that and if they didn't they got told quickly i mean if training wasn't 100 percent, someone would tell you or you wouldn't perform too well and then that might you know the gaffer might not pick you then for the weekend but in general um, everyone knew what they were there to do and if they didn't they'd learn quickly just by watching everyone else what they were doing um, th- just in case anyone's listening on the on the podcast and can't see John is just pouring something out of a teapot into a cup you've not just kind of wandered <laughs> off brought my to- teapot today <laughs> when I first joined the island team Trapatoni was a manager and he banned like drinking or anything like that because you know, because you're athletes. Because we're athletes, <laughs> but you know, everyone likes a good time. When you first meet up, you have a drink, but you like yeah. you cut it out. Like no one doing this, and we had some big, big players in there, like the Robbie Keane, Richard Dunn, Damian Duff, and some older players coming to the end of the end of the international careers. And uh, and a way to get round the the drinking ban, we always used to sit in reception, and uh, so we'd come in, and we and there was a the guy called Guido that used to look after all the players at the hotel, an Italian guy as well. So we say, Guido, do us a favour, just put a, put a pint of Guinness in a, in a teapot <laughs> or coffee pot. And uh, so there we are in reception, full of all families and everyone all around. And Trapatoni's walking past with Marco Tardelli, just giving us a wave, right, boys, <laughs> thinking we're just having a coffee, being sensible. There's no drinking in the Tipping camp. Sugar and Not going to lie, I ever. wish you had told me that a few years <laughs> yeah. ago. And we're, and, we're, and we're there in reception with teapots and coffee pots. Oh, my God. That was our secret way of disguising. And you, until now, no one knew that. No one knew we used to do that either. <laughs> you must, but you must have had quite creative ways to get round the sort of stricter managers. Things like, I mean, maybe you didn't have the teapot trick, but you must have had, had other ones. I'm going to say no. Oh, and it's, nah. You were so well I behaved. Think, yeah, I mean, do you know what? You were, it's... I don't want to sound bad, but... The best, the best thing about that, particularly if you're listening on the podcast, is John's face. Like, oh, I did. Do you mean you stuck to all the rules? What's no, no, no. I would say during the season, I think... You're probably well behaved. If you're at a bigger team as well and you're playing two games a week, you don't get the chance to really go out when you're playing twice a week. I'd say pre-season is probably the time, if anything, I've probably snuck out when I shouldn't. It's because you're coming off the back of a holiday. I know it's... Mm. But pre-season, sometimes some managers take it like, we'll have a get-together, have a night out, but we're training as well. It's always dangerous when you get a drink, though. Yeah, as as you have one it, it drink, is dangerous. I it. think... One sticks out for me actually was one of my last clubs was at Brighton and uh, Gus Poyer and uh, we had the afternoon off so we can go down to a beach but I just lost a £500 bet with one of the players so he said no we don't have Casually, the money Casually hang on what yeah. were you having a £500 bet over? It was an ice bath but he had to stay under <laughs> the water for a minute and I can't even, I can't even stay in it for a minute but he stayed is it, under is, it, is this because pre-season's boring? Is this what this Pretty is? much yeah. um, so we end up. He doesn't. Le- he doesn't let me pay him. He says we'll put a bet on a horse instead, so you haven't just chucked your money away. So we find a horse, and there's a physio that used to work, and he was my best mate. And his name was Luke Hamptons. There was a horse called Bridgehampton. So I would just shove it on that. It was five <laughs> to one. Not thinking he's going to come in. It come in. So on the way to the beach, we're jumping and cheering. We got overexcited. Just got absolutely hammered on the beach. <laughs> And uh, I don't actually remember the coach journey back to the <laughs> hotel, actually. But then, was anything said? Did anybody notice? I mean, um, they must have noticed. I must have kept myself composed enough for Gus not to say anything and made it back to my room, all right, and made it to training, which is probably the most important thing. Uh, Do you think there was a lot carnage. of that, though? Like, managers, de- turn, when, when it wasn't going to be harmful, like, deliberately turning a blind eye to Listen, stuff? when I was playing international as well, we were, um, it's different in the England settled, I'm sure, but we were, I've said Trapatoni used to ban it, so the lads were like, Going out of fire exits out of windows at night so to, to uh, night. I bought everyone. Everyone was together. Everyone was doing it. Everyone was so close. So we'd all have a night out. And I was, we'd go to say a nightclub, and they'd know their own of the club. So um, we used to have the basement locked off. So it was just the lads. There was no one else in there. So you used to have like say Shane Long on a guitar or lads just having a having a laugh, and it was literally just us. So we weren't like causing any trouble with anyone else. You still have lads trying to come in disguise and wear a, a flat cap, 
if like up on a night out. And it used Glasses to be like with a little moustache attached. Used to be like, they're Shay Given in a black car. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> on a night out in the middle of a nightclub that you had to go through to get to the basement sort of thing, but it's always so when dangerous. You say you snuck out a window. Yeah. What not? I mean, we're not on the ground floor or anything here. So how do you, how do you sneak out a window? There's different ways. You have windows, <laughs> balconies, ways down. A, lads would always find a way, and they'd sneak. They go through reception in the tracksuits, and no one will know. No one will know what you're doing. But underneath the tracksuit, you'd have all your have all your gear on. That's quite well known. That we used to do that. But then, but it was good because we had such a good team spirit. Everyone was doing it. Um, but it can get it can get messy. Um, if there's no sort of rules like pre-season trips or mid-season breaks, we used to go to Dubai with Stoke, and it was different managers. Like Sam Allardyce was one; he used to always let them have a night out every yeah. single night. I think didn't if he? you're allowed out mm. or let out, you don't really. <laughs> if you let out, you don't want anything to happen, so you let out again. Yeah, and then obviously, if you're not let out, you're kind of like, well, I'm going to go out. Yeah, I think the, yeah. man- the managers are clued up enough to think, right, we'll let them have a little social evening, and then that's it. That's it for the trip. Here's one to Dubai, right? So we went to Dubai with Stoke. I'm not going to name the player because he's still playing. So player X. And <laughs> this is a case of, like, if, you, if you're given a night out, don't let any trouble happen because you don't want it to come back. So we went out, we were in a club, went back, and uh, this, this guy was, like, notorious for it. He was completely gone. Um, we all went back to the hotel. It's 2 o'clock in the morning, I'm in bed. My phone starts ringing, and it's this lad. And uh, he was a bit lively in the, in the club. <laughs> think oh no please don't ring me so I've just ignored it a voicemail comes through and he can't just slur and doesn't make any sense whatsoever so then he's banging down the corridor and I'm just I just ignore it so he's looking for me for some reason (laughs) don't know what I did to him but he's looking for me and uh I go back to sleep don't hear anything of it in the morning down at breakfast Charlie Adam comes to me and says listen um you need to go up to my room Think this guy could be dead on the floor in my room. <laughs> Thinking, oh no, please no! Like, what's going on? Like, I know he's looking for me, so I'm with and the fitness guy, Damien Rome. So I'm within. So we go up to Charlie's room, and he's gone. The lad's gone. So like, go in Charlie's room. Patio door, his balcony is smashed in. Hotel manager walks in at the same time. It's like going mad. What's going on? So Charlie says, three o'clock in the morning. This lad's come through his patio door with his head. <gasps> Fell over, knocked himself out on the side table. <sighs> thought he was dead on the floor. Took his heart rate. Not like that, honestly. Yeah. He said, well, took his room key. Went to stay in his room. But this just lad left still him there. Left him there. This lad's still on the floor. Oh. Come back in the morning. Time for breakfast told us, and we can't find him anywhere. The hotel manager's going mad, and I'm, the manager can't find out this has happened, so... I mean, at no stage is anybody thinking, maybe we should yeah, call the doctor. Yeah, we're trying to, to ring an When he was on floor, he checked, he had a pulse and was breathing, it was OK. <laughs> oh, well, then that's so all right, then. So left him, just thought, like, he knocked himself out, he's pissed, he's on the floor, gone. Yeah. And Charlie qualified as a doctor when? We're trying to ring him, this lad, can't get hold of him. So hotel managers going mad, patio door, everyone's people are complaining in the hotel, so we've gone, look, we'll sort it, we'll pay for a patio door. I think it was about, like, 1000 1500 for a patio door. I've paid for it. We said, listen, as long as the, the football manager doesn't find out, <laughs> as long as Mark Hughes doesn't find it. out, yeah. right, we'll sort it. So we sorted it, found them later on in the day, not a scratch on him, not a mark on his head, anything like that. Didn't even say thank you, and I think he still owes me the money for the patio door. <laughs> but the manager didn't find out, so we got another night out another That's night. That's a really interesting insight into your priorities there, I think. <laughs> well, it's just looking after the team, isn't it? You, you always make sure nothing goes wrong. It, you must be... The, you're listening to this, and you look, you're, you're supposed to be brought up in such a strict environment at Manchester United. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a different, no, different mentality, isn't it? season you get that one night out. I don't know what it was like. Yeah. Was like Chelsea, Chelsea, like people they used to throw a party. What, face planting through yeah, I mean, patio doors. Yeah, that's a different level. <laughs> that was different. I'll tell you who it is later. <laughs> that's a different level. Got, because he's... Uh, he's, still, he's still a player now. He hasn't retired. So I think if we get a little bit more down, you no. might tell it. But if he's still playing, then we can't push it too hard because it's not fair. So, you know, you're saying. But you're still allowed out, though, aren't you? Of course you do. But the manager was always funny. He would always say... 
you can go and do whatever you want. You, I thought you don't need to be too stupid, but training is going to be the hardest session that we'll have. And it always was. The next day, I don't know what yous were like. Yeah, always. Be, and everyone would have to, people try not get up. And, I yeah. don't think John would have gone. We have to drag people out of bed to make training, but training wasn't like the hard, training was funny. People fall over. We were doing like, I was once in Dubai when we was there, and we were doing 200 the next morning, like six, two lots of eights. And you were nearly throwing up everything, but it just made people be a bit wary um, yeah. what you did the night before. I mean, everyone still went out and had a good time, but you know, you knew the next day. You it's were if like, you well, can't train, I think it's, that's when you got yeah. a problem. Yeah. Yeah. I had one Mark Crosley, um, the goalkeeper, was at Fulham on loan, went to Dubai, and we come in from the night out, and he's been led down by the pool. And, oh, I'm going to bed. Even oh, I'm just going to chill out here for have one more beer. And he fell asleep. He put his put his iPad in put it on his chest and fell asleep I went down there about 10 o'clock the next morning and he still led there and he had blistered <laughs> all over his body and just had the patch of the eye on his, on his chest and he couldn't train because he had blistered so bad oh and he couldn't God. train it was so painful yeah it was just, it blistered really really bad like he needed proper treatment you say that about managers saying long as you train the next day have a good night don't no trouble Roy Keane at Ipswich we had a night out and everyone got <laughs> back on time. Everyone got back on time. No trouble whatsoever. Yeah. Pulled us the next day. Absolutely hammered us. None of you have got anything about you. None of you got arrested. None of you had a fight. <laughs> None of you did anything. Yeah, exactly. so we were like, what? <laughs> like, what are you meant to do? They want everybody to get... They want everybody to have a good time. Um, apparently, we, this did start by talking about Liverpool's front three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently, Mo Salah with Paddy Power, 92 to finish top scorer. Mane is 10 to 1 to finish top scorer. Given that they, were, they, they both had a share of the golden boot last season, are you surprised that that's as... As different as it Salah's is. Salah's on penalties, isn't he? Yep. There you go. And that's why. Yeah. Mm. I'm surprised because Mo Salah's probably going to get told to pass a little bit more. So yeah. <laughs> it's going to be highlighted a bit more now. Every time it's <laughs> like a 50-50 to pass it, I think yeah. he's going to be passing yeah. for it's the It's going to get highlighted a lot. Will, do you think he will be or will that be something that's sorted out between the players? I think I will get highlighted from now on it mm. will. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, Manny think, might have done it on but purpose. But might it take something out of Salah's game if he's constantly thinking about he likes to think he's know, big enough to deal with it he knows how to deal yeah. with that yeah he'll be fine he's you know he's, he's a fantastic player but at the same time he'll want that top spot this year but if he makes it if it's too obvious and it's somewhere where you're going if he passes that he's in or it's, it's a tap in he's going to get brought up every time but I like the fact that they're free to, they're free new up and like see that's the point wanting he's to get he's more goals, to coming like, off the yeah, he, yeah. Wants another, he knows there's a he goal wants, in the game we were there he knows there's a goal in the game yeah. Yeah. you've got to love that uh, it is the moment you've all been waiting for. The reason why John's got his fingernails <laughs> painted. The reason why Wayne is still looking a little bit damp and a little bit frazzled <laughs> around the edges. It's time for the Paddy Power Challenge. Uh, one of you has the chance to win £250 for the charity of your choice, courtesy of Paddy Power. Um, you won last week. 42 yeah. oh, headers no. in the header challenge, Wayne. You put £250 well, on Norwich to beat yeah. West Ham. We've still not had a winning bet yet. No. Still not had a winning bet. So this week... We challenge the guys to come up with their own goal gifts. You can go and, and look at these gifts. Obviously, it's a visual thing on YouTube or on, across Joe's various social media platforms. But just to give anybody listening to the podcast a taste of what happened. Wes, you start I'll first. Start. How would you describe your, your goal gift? Well, they were being nice yeah. to me. I think, it's, I think it's because it was my first one. They were being nice to me. So that was a cowboy. Yeah. Surprised you got involved, to be fair, because we didn't think you were involved. Well, so we thought it was just me and him. You I don't mind. You didn't have to be volunteered. You could have took my spot. <laughs> and it was basically a standoff with a camera. Yep. And I won, obviously. So you had, you've, you've got a full, well, not a full cowboy kit, but you have a little leather waistcoat. A little leather. Little and a bandana. bandana around your neck. And then I've got two... Um, Silly string thing. Silly string sprays. Yeah. And I, I beat the camera before. Was it your own leather waistcoat? I, mean, I, I don't think your I can own lose in that situation. But there you <laughs> go. Is it your own one from home, your leather yeah, waistcoat? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Listen, don't take the mick out of him for bringing in props. You brought your own teapot today. <laughs> you I'm a nail. Well, <laughs> I, I had, about, I had all sorts of ideas. Did you bring in nail polish? Don't judge me, Kelly. I had a right go. I had a right go. You did. Well, you had a few that haven't. I haven't made it. You had one where you were in full swimming kit, swimming kit, goggles and everything. Yeah, mm. you should had, have just uh, put all of yours out. I, I had think. the sloggies on. I had Paddy Power's sloggies on. Yeah, yeah. I've had a right go. And, and a little uh, paddling pool. And a paddling pool. Yeah. And um, but that's not and, the yeah. one. Then you've got two. You know, you've got two 
Gold okay. gifts that have gone out. Well, I think because uh, that, that had to get in, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, as soon as we part of the show, we had to, to get my nails in. So there's the one where you're sort of doing that playground thing where you're sort of kissing yourself, you? have got to let you? yourself go, haven't you? You've just got to be a part of it. Embrace the moment <laughs> and yourself. Um, so you've got that one, and then what's the other one that they used for you? Um, it's to do with the pig's head, isn't it? The pig's head, yeah, yes. from uh, from Stoke, when I, yeah, when I put the pig's head in, Matthew's yes. laughing, it all kicked off from, exactly. the, from the other pod. But then, we know that. But the thing is, you could have done that one fully clothed, but you chose not to. Did you think that was a vote winner? <laughs> well, I was going into the goggles one, so I thought, why not? Let's just get the, let's just get the sloggies on. The pig's head and, uh, and pants. They're over my shoulder the whole time, yeah. so why not use them? I'm, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure you'll get your wear out of them. And Wayne, what was you? You started. You've started very <laughs> low key because you just did that trick. Where you can throw peanuts yeah, into yeah. your mouth. Um, you know, it's 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 not a bad party trick, but it's not a gold gift. No, it's not a gold gift. So I ended up getting talked into going for the famous Gascoigne one, <laughs> the dentist chair. Um, but my two little helpers turned it Elves. into more like a waterboarding chair. <laughs> Um, but I did come out alive, thankfully. Uh, it's come from James Norwood at Ipswich doing the uh, Steve Stone double can in the face. Yeah, and... Uh, what and has Wayne... That's where, no, Wayne's came from Gaza's No, the gold, gifts, the gold gifts have come yeah, from Yeah, but Bristol me. City started it. They were the first ones with it. They did, but... Um, is it Bobby Reed who had the fire hydrant? It's, it's and just the come kind of, to the forefront, hasn't it, now? Yeah, because there's a few boring Everyone ones. There's a few now. boring gold gifts, yeah. isn't there? But now... Uh, I think Ipswich took it to that I think next it, level. I think at Bristol City it became really competitive. That they kept they would do what you did, which is bring in all your own props and have all kinds of. There were full <laughs> well, productions. The Brock retweeted it, didn't he? James Norwood. He did the oh, album drop of the Rock. That's right. The Rock yeah, had a thing yeah, yeah. with it, didn't he? Because he did the uh, the People's Elbow. Yeah. yeah, that's when it that's when it all took off. You're right. It did it did take go into another. But you won't level. beat ours now. I dare a player to beat any of our three now. Every. <laughs> <laughs> Right, they are all available uh, on YouTube and on social media across all the Joe platforms. <laughs> talking, of, <laughs> talking of your disallowed goal gif brings us very neatly to the Jack Grealish dive. Jermaine Gina said the worst decision he'd ever seen in the Premier League. I think it's the worst one you've ever seen, is it? I think that was just for... I think it's the fact that it led to a goal. I think it was, that. That. it was that for the TV, wasn't it? The worst. You've got you to exaggerate. <laughs> It wasn't the worst one. You told me that before we worked together on Saturday. It wasn't the worst one. Just exaggerating it for the telly. It was because VAR's come in now, isn't it? And they just ruined everyone's moaning about it. Just let the game go. It's boring. Just what's VAR for? To check an error like that. Like, they're saying about, oh, well, he blew his whistle first, and they're the rules. You've got to stick to the rules. What well, happens, though, if he doesn't blow his whistle? Well, it's boring. It's still and he, boring, and, though, and isn't it? Yeah, but any scores. Yeah. Does he pull it back for the dive? Does he let know, the goal I don't think go? anyone knows. I don't <laughs> think anyone knows. So just let it go. And if there's an error, if everyone's moaning, if there's a, an obvious penalty, an obvious goal, then just go over to your little TV and check. <laughs> but they're trying not to. But they try not to do that. They're well, trying not to go over to the TV. Well, that was obvious, and you could yeah. tell all the players <laughs> surrounded the ref. But yeah. also, if he's blown his whistle, that's it. Anything that's after the ref blows his whistle you know what? Referees, doesn't count. But it doesn't. That's just, just how some, it is. That's why they've been told to delay the decision. Shocking referees, isn't it? Just some. I, I personally, it was a Kevin French shocking referees. VAR because they they want it to for it to, you know, for there to be justice. But unless you're going to use it in every scenario, I don't not, see the that's point. That's not the system failing. That's the ref getting it wrong. Yeah, the ref getting he's, it he's wrong. He's blown too early, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. when it, you know, when it's common sense, it, it doesn't isn't it? Make any common difference. sense. There's a problem. Go yep. and check your little screen. Check check why you've made the problem. Give the goal. Simple mm. as that. I think refs or the rules or Mike Riley, whoever's making the rules up, just. No, it's, it's it, just, but the rules are yeah. IFAB, aren't they? That's it's not the Premier League aren't making the rules up. The Premier just, League are interpreting just, some rules though and changing, like the handball one. Aren't the they? handball, so just, they're, they're just, they're, but they're adjusting it slightly. They're, that's more on the advice they give to referees rather than before, the laws. Though, I mean, and we have we? to say laws instead of rules, or people get upset. Yeah, we well. said this before though. Just yeah. leave the game alone. Just like there's some bad referees, yeah. isn't there? Anyway. There's a couple of good ones we yeah. used to get on with <laughs> in a match, but there's some bad ones. It's like the referees are the kids that were. That were poor at football, and then he went into refereeing for me. Poor football, he went into refereeing. No, to be fair, though, I like the couple of refs. I like, I like the couple. I liked, I like Clattenberg. Yep. Michael Oliver. Yeah. Um, Did Mark you like Halsey. them because you thought they were the best, or because they're the ones that you could have a conversation, you have a conversation with and they were reasonable? With, and they give you a bit of stick back. Mm. And Mike Dean, Mike Dean's from real. I, I got on with him quite mm. well, but some of them were just like completely ignoring you, completely. Like teacher, like policeman, sort of attitude where 
you know, that's what that's you where the, the, the higher than you. But just have a conversation, speak normally, give a little bit back, have a bit on the pitch, and everyone gets on better. Is, is that the difference? How they talk to you? Hundred oh, percent, yeah. especially when you all worked up and if something's gone against you, especially, um, just you know, have a bit of banter back, and it sort of calms you down. And um, when the rest like do one go. Like even swear back in the day, you yeah. say go on, fuck off. Yeah, over there, you, you you get frustrated with it because you're not allowed to do it to them, but they might do it to you. Have they fob you off? The best refs away. are the ones that speak to you yeah, and have a bit, have a bit, have, have, have a little bit back at you. Yeah, like there was oh God, trying to, Martin Atkinson actually used to be like, oh, had a beast there, didn't you? What about that one? Or I think when I scored yeah, a couple of own goals, when I scored the two own goals, yeah. the ref was whoever the ref was was hammering me was like. <laughs> I used to not hammer them by, I used to have a little joke with them as well, like, you're having a beast here, like, you're having yeah. a nightmare. But Wasn't there Mark Clattenburg who said to, uh, was it Adam Lalala, oh, you've, you've changed since you moved from Southampton? Was that, was that Mark Clattenburg <laughs> who said that I don't that mind that well? because Lalana would have been hammering them now, the whole game. But then Clattenburg's not the best. That was Andre Mariner. Andre Mariner. Andre Mariner who said yeah, it, not okay. Mark Clattenburg. Mark Clattenburg's the one who's got tattoos, the tattoos of his of where, big games. Yeah, and things like that. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what's, the, what's the worst, what's the worst um, decision that you've ever been, oh, I've been in on a the end of? I've been in a couple. One got sent off against you lot. That's a great decision. Charlie, now, isn't it? It? <laughs> it's that clearly shows I didn't touch him. <laughs> Uh, and then the other funny one was when I got sent off at Man United and it was actually John O'Shea that brought him oh, down. Yes. If I look like John O'Shea, he's my mate, like John's my mate. But if I look like him, I sort of... <laughs> You're struggling there, aren't you? you... Yeah, like, I'm like, are you sure, ref? Because it's a complete error, yeah. do you know what I mean? So yeah. they're just two. And it, to be fair, it was pretty funny. It wasn't, it wasn't funny afterwards, it was funny. Yeah, yeah. Just the fact that, I mean, we're standing next to each other, <laughs> but he's standing... Eight yards from us. How how he sees it's general share. Did he ever, who was the referee that day? <sighs> I knew he was going to say it. I'm not I sure. Know, but I will tell you what he did say though, because when when I was like, it wasn't me. It was John, and John goes, yeah, it was like me. But he's already sent me off, so uh, he couldn't change it. Anything. So he's going, well, you you walk off with. I don't think that's the rule. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's. The, I don't think you can do that. And he's going like, well, you're going to have to go off there. <laughs> I mean, it kills us. The thing, though, I'm fairly sure in that instance they, they did come out and say... No, they probably said, well, you look <laughs> yeah. like John. But they probably didn't yeah. apologise to you. You didn't get an apology, did John's you? John's got ginger there, there you go. <laughs> football and rugby refs are a bit different, That's aren't they? Yeah. a few times in football, isn't it, sending the wrong person off. Yeah. It happened at uh, Arsenal, I think, as well. Yeah, mm. I think it did. Mm. I think it did. Rod- yeah, it was Roger East who yeah, sent, who sent you off out. instead yeah. of John no O'Shea. Comment. There you go. That's, uh, good research. That's there. what he Producer said on the pitch as well. Yeah, not no me. I played um, in the cup final and they sent off the wrong person. I've got three people got sent off, but the one who should have got sent off never. <laughs> um, playing uh, cup final against Arsenal and a Bue, I used to do my head in. He used to kick me all the time and get away with murder. And oh, I just wanted to hit him. He used to frustrate me because I'd, I'd, you know, if I give him a little touch, he'd fall over and he'd always get a free kick. And then it kicked off near the end of the game. And it was handbags, really. But he's hit me on the back of the head. And I I'm not going to turn around and hit him because it's just, there's no, it never happens in football, really, a proper scuffle. So I just went down. But it was like three seconds delay. If you get to watch it back, it's like touch. Three seconds later, I go down. Did you, was there thinking time? Were you thinking, I'm going to go down, I'm going to go down? I'm thinking I'm going to get him sent off here, hopefully. Yeah, yeah that's what I was thinking. Yeah. And so then, acceptable, this, isn't it? it? It's the only thing I've ever got away with in football, I think. Um, and then I remember Marina running on the pitch and he's going, stay down, stay down. And I went, I will, I will. And then um, I'm thinking, yes, he's getting sent off here. I'm absolutely buzzing. And then they sent Adi Bio off instead of a Bouet. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't believe Howard, it. And then he was laughing in my face as well. Is that Roger again? No, I don't even Howard know who it was, to be honest. <laughs> but he was laughing in my face as well. And oh, it really, really bugged me. Yeah, he's off the pitch. Honestly, the player gets another yeah. one, Gary Neville. Yeah, Love yeah. Gary Neville 
off the pitch, think he's really funny, but to play against, he used to really wind me up. Yeah, I get but that. But that used to wind me up, people, what you did. It, I, that but line, I never that do line, it. That it's the only time I've ever done it. That's what winds me up. No, because when I used to, like, get fouled... That's not even a dive, though, is it? That's not a dive. And I used to get fouled and never get a free kick. I'm like, going to the ref, you should know that I'm one of them players that doesn't dive. I, I just don't dive. And that is the only time I've ever dived, I swear. And you're never going like to get Drogba. a foul after that. No, <laughs> you're no. never going to get a free kick. Um, though, the idea of the, of the dark arts and that, and that idea of conning the ref and, and playing the game in the less beautiful sense, that's something that you very much enjoy, that isn't was, it, John? I, not conning the ref, nothing like that, but the dark arts. I used to yeah. like that against people just to wind people up. How many yeah. roles have you done? No, no never did that. No never did that. Never, never, never did that. That, that. that winds me up. If, you know, on a pitch, if you see people and they go down, because yeah. I always think... A bit like Drogba. Yeah, a bit like Drogba. If, you, if you're in the street and someone comes up to you and something happens, you never go down like that. I so don't do it on a pitch. That's what I think. So if you were clipped in the area, you, you wouldn't... You Jamie Callagher tried to hug me once in the area, so I threw myself down and got a penalty once, but that was against Liverpool, so that's, accept- that's acceptable. So I, ne- so, so I never did it, except No, but when, when people, like, hold, yeah. hold, like, the really hair, yeah. like, in the face, or the, you know, when they go face-to-face and one of them falls over, that's... Because that doesn't happen, and that must... That annoys fans as well. If you're watching, or if you're in the pub, or you're at home watching, and someone goes head-to-head and they fall over, that, that, that But do you know, really I think that's, that's part of the point of it, is to wind up the player is it, you want no, it to, to get, get the sense off. No, it is, but it's also, but it's also off, if, they, it? if they then stay on. That if you if you play act all the way through, the, you played with Didier Drogba, and certainly, I mean, even more so at the beginning of his time at, at Chelsea, it would be lots of that thing, and, and part of it was to wind up the player he was playing against, wasn't it? Hundred percent. We mm. found it frustrating when we played with him, though, because he would literally dominate. You know, the ball goes up, so you could knock it up to him long. You know, he'd, he'd bully the defenders and bring it down. Except for Then fall over. As <laughs> soon, as, soon as he got touched, he'd fall <laughs> over. You could touch he? him a little bit and then he'd be, he wouldn't like just go to the deck. He'd roll around on the floor and we'd be like, oh, we've got the free kick. Can you get up now? <laughs> you don't have to wait for a physio to come on and give you a magic sponge. Just get up. Mm. But there's one with Jens Lehmann and it, he was just as bad as Didier. But I think Didier might have touched him first and he's rolled around. <laughs> And then he's got up and confronted Didier, and he's got close to him. So Didier's rolling around, but it happened like four times. It was like it was like a three-minute boxing round of not really touching each other, but rolling around like you've yeah. been knocked out. It's, but I find it frustrating because yeah. I wasn't like that. I think the dark arts though, to the game are a bit different. It's like the stuff off the ball that no one sees. Yeah. And I, I I sort of quite enjoyed that. I was a bit of a dick really on the pitch. I used to like. He was always right with me. I think just, was just I, on the yeah, pitch. Yeah. people. I used to like. Pinch them all, yeah. stand on the feet. Yeah, Houthi was the best at Rob Houthi. So yeah, we had we had Shane Long. Uh, every time we used to meet up at the island camp, he used to be like, Rob Houthi's a fucking dick. <laughs> like every time I'm off and bruises, he's standing on my feet, asking what's wrong. He ignores me. Does it every single game we play against them. Um, so every international break, Shane Long saying this to me, and then after after the summer, they've been on holiday. Shane went on holiday, but was in the same place as Rob Huth and he came back and he said oh what a great lad he is yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean like, what, what, like an yeah. un- unbelievable top lad yeah. but just like on the pitch he's just the most annoying person but off the pitch it's just you know it, it's a complete opposite but I was the same he used to pinch people wind, wind them up or like when we interviewed Van Dyke the other day he was one he used to do it to at Southampton he used to try and get in his head because I'm not going to outrun him outmuscle him here he's a big lad so off the ball, when he was running up, say for corners, and I was a striker, so I was running back. I would literally backpedal into him to try and like just to, to really annoy him, and that would mm. annoy players, you know, sort of win them in a way. And then, uh, then he'd have a go at me. Then I'd have a go at him back, and then he'd, and then ignore him. Then I'd do it again. Then he'd try and foul me. Then I'd win a free kick, fall over, win a free kick, and then. Uh, I did it in the Holland game. We played the Netherlands for Ireland. We drew on one, and then when we interviewed him the other day, but he sort of you, you can tell when someone sort of laughs and then you shake hands and sort of that's part of the, that's part of the game. But with VAR, I don't know how that will work because if I did that and that got picked up, I'd probably get sent off. Well, it's like the, um, the Dennis Irving one. I always remember that when we Nicky Butt. Yeah, and I think Dennis, um, not Dennis Irving, Dennis Wise, sorry, has pinched him, Nicky Butt, and the reaction then. Oh, Nicky on the Butt, floor, wasn't yeah, it? it was so on the floor. Obviously, Nicky yeah. Butt jumps up. And <laughs> don't really That's do clever though, and then, then yeah. why he goes down, he's laughing his head off, and but he gets sent off. Yeah. You know, that's just it's that's well, what some of the lads do. It's smart, but at yeah. the same time, it's not right. 
um, because he's obviously committed the foul first. But you, get, you get away with it, don't you? I see Ashley Barnes do it the weekend. Ashley actually, Barnes. he Constantly. had a little fall with someone, yeah. and I could see he's put his hand behind. And done 100% so he's, he's done doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See the player react. Well, just hold them. Just hold it. them so the defender can't get up, and then when they, mm-hmm. they, yeah, yeah. you moan at the ref, they yeah. get booked. Yeah. You get away with it, and it's not like falling over or anything, but it's part of it. That's like the Burnley one. Sean Dice goes on about it every weekend and said about this it annoys me Think he, he went on about in the Arsenal game about diving oh you need to knock out diving and there was no incident in the game that someone died for Arsenal and he's saying oh yeah the cheating <laughs> he the says cheating. it's because he gets asked about it yeah. because he gets well, asked about players overreacting every, after Barnes, every game he says every game like, I love Ashley like great lad absolutely great lad Sim- very similar to Charlie Adam in the game say it with a nail varnish <laughs> <and how>. very <laughs> similar as soon as he gets touched he falls over or without getting touched he falls over so if your team's Defend them for 10 minutes, which Burnley are a lot. They'll defend the edge of the box for 10 minutes. And you break out and you need a breather. He'll fall over and win a free kick and everyone gets up the pitch. And then it's basically like a set piece. They'll launch it long. And he does it 10, 15, 20 times a game. Diving. But is why it because do, but, it's further up the pitch well, that there but, isn't but the why, why no, does he? Mo- that right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Why does Sean Dyche moan about diving? But all the players diving it. And, but yet, yeah, Barnsley does it all the time to win free kicks and... Conan refs in a way and like what we all did sort of try and win free kicks get a little nudge fall over it's never going to happen in real life but in a football pitch you get a free kick for it and uh, he moans about it all the time so isn't, it's a bit hypocritical that, really again, for me again isn't, isn't that the point of it is that you want all your players when your players are doing it and oh it's alright that's what I mean it's hypocritical when your players are doing it and you win a free kick outside the box hip- to get a chance it's hypocritical but everybody's hypocritical yeah. that way but like, he makes a big thing but what annoys me he's making that much of a big thing about it yeah. Saying it should be take well, have a look at your own team first before you start moaning about everyone else doing it. Yeah, I was but saying to Wes earlier. I think England. Not that I'm saying it's right, but when we were playing for England back then, I think England needed a bit of nastiness about them and a little bit more diving. We, we were, were honest, too honest. That's like the foreign players. Yeah. Get, playing against foreign teams, you get that, don't you? Yet a lot of them dive, yeah, a lot of them. Semis, they you were, you so say that, and yet the player you just up. talked about is Ashley Barnes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, technically, played, no. I know he's Austrian, but there's... <laughs> so, so when I play for Ireland, you, you come against a, yeah. any Eastern European team you come against that people don't think are very good, like a Georgia, and like Poland, or anyone like that, people don't think they're too good, but you come against them and they're all like six foot three, absolutely huge, really technically very good, strong as anything, will come right through the back here, but as soon as you touch them, they fall over and they get the free kick and... Foreign refs, European competitions, like you would have played a lot more than me. You can't. You they always get the free kicks. Always. There's different. I've heard a couple of managers talk about this in terms of preparing teams for European referees. You almost have to play the game slightly differently because they'll pull you up for different things. Yeah, the managers sometimes will say to us, "Listen, if if it's obvious, go down. Even if you feel um, that." You know, you can stay on your feet or whatever. You, you've got to play sort of to their game in in a way, so the ref does it for both teams. Because no matter which team you play, the um, foreign team, they would do it. Um, so you have to like sort of stick within their rules a little bit. Otherwise, the refs just going to be on their side all day. You won't get a thing but just it, because you you know you're being honest. And, Italian teams, I thought, were amazing at it. Yeah, but yeah. it's just a rolling, yeah. just a rolling and. I mean, they're up, what, you see them rolling though. around, and if I was a ref, I'd be like, "I'll oh, get out, mate, will you?" It's like, how do they see it? Like as a foul, it's yeah, just beyond for me. For Chelsea, De- well, Arsenal now, but Chelsea, David Luiz was so good. Yeah. Like, he was like brilliant. And I remember once like, he, he nearly broke my leg in a match against Chelsea, and uh, I went down and and I broke on the wing against him. I think we were drawing at the time, and I flicked it past him and ran down the wing, and he's literally. Missed the ball completely in two foot of me right in the shin. Mm. Literally, I thought, like, broke my leg, but jumped up, fuming, like, um, getting held off against him. But then, like, my leg was in bits, and now I think, I'm going to... It's the only play I've gone, I'm going to get you back, like, <laughs> next time I play you. So next time I play... Next time we played at Stoke, I was desperate. Like, every time I went off the ball, Chasing I was like, I'm, And the lads, Ruthie and Ryan were winding me up saying, oh, you've got to get him in the match. So I was like, right, OK, put one up there first, header. So I went up first head and I'm thinking, right, I've got you now. And uh, he's gone for the header and I've tried to completely take him out. And he just jumped out the way, started <laughs> laughing at me. <laughs> Said all the game, I kept trying to get him and I couldn't get him. And after the match, I found it that funny. Yeah. that um, I was just like laughing with him in the end. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was a case of he's very good at it. He's very good in the tackle. He can take people out, but anything else, he'll fall over, win it. And he knows that side of the game. I think he's absolutely brilliant at it. Yeah. yeah. 
Did you did you used to do that? Like, were you good at that? The sort of dark art side of things. Not even being honest, you've I, definitely died a few times. I haven't. You know, <laughs> no, I didn't really get tackled. I mean, people would. I mean, I'm talking about <laughs> well, full blown, full yeah, blown okay. tackle. I, I was happy with them. Like you, you yeah, like yeah, them. Yeah. But in terms good, of yeah. diving, have you dived a few I, times? I, I think that yeah. probably much gets. Even if I've got fouled, I've got up straight away. Yeah, I'm like that. And you can That's probably the some team managers going, stay down. You get me yellow. But you don't. You just get off. You just get off. That's your honesty in it. Yeah, I'm, yeah. You just weren't one of them that would just no, dive just around. get off and then try and get on with it. I was it was only you. I was it was only you. That no, I was, I was one of the honest players. That's why I used to get so frustrated with the ref when mm. things never went my way. This is Liquid Football on Joe together with Paddy Power. TKO is out on Wednesday. Uh, Andre Ward joins Carl Frampton and Chris Lloyd for that one. Listen, we've got time for one more topic. Yep. So you can choose which one you want. We can either talk agents in the light of the Bobby Duncan story we can talk about Kyle Walker being left out of the England squad and the worst reactions that you've ever seen from players who've been left out of squads or not been part of them that you thought or we can do Eric Cantona post his <laughs> Wayne, Wayne's Wayne. eyes lit up I Wayne's do, eyes I just think Wes might one. know a bit more of, about well, Eric I've come across him he said I used to clean his boots and he's, he's turned up with that thing yeah, was, looking like a homeless man. Yeah, right. I love him now. He's born on I stage, and I'm thinking. What? But I think he's trained to be an actor, isn't he? he trained, so I, yeah. I don't think that's him. Be, I no, think it was that's King him. Lear. Put, that's he, him. He quoted King Lear. Yeah, that, but that's him putting the show on for me. Is oh, that, that's that's what what that was him putting the show on. I thought yeah. he was but, becoming a poet or something. I didn't even know it was Shakespeare. I thought he was becoming a poet. Let's be honest. Hardly anyone's recognised that. There'd probably be a few clever people like that, but not us. He's a passionate guy, isn't he? He is, mate. I mean, listen. When we was at United, he was one of them guys that the aura he had. I mean, he'd walk into a room and everyone would shut up, and that is honestly the truth. The, I think it's what he did on the pitch at the time. Obviously, that the short period I was there, he just completely changed the football club. You know what I mean? And he's respected so much. But I mean, I lost his boots once. <laughs> I didn't lose them. Someone's probably nicked him. And um, he's come into the room and he's like, "Wesley, where's my boots?" <laughs> And I'm thinking, you Welsh. <laughs> <laughs> Someone else has said that. I thought that was pretty good. Oh, I thought it's quite good. <laughs> Cheers, mate. No, but uh, you ain't going to do the speech like, in a minute. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I mean, they're not there. I, I definitely cleaned them yesterday, and he's like, oh no, it's okay. But anyway, he walked through the corridor. Everyone had shut up. You know, every room he went into, everyone would be quiet. And he was such, you know, for, for that Man United at the time, he was such the biggest player. If not mm. one of the biggest, that's probably stepped in. And like took over the captaincy and did what he did for the club at the time to change it. Um, he's not the biggest, and he, he's definitely one of them. But he's a sort of character, honestly. You just like in awe of him at all times. Did he have any funny mannerisms or like quirks or oh, anything? He, like, he was pretty yeah. quiet. I thought he was quiet. He didn't say much. He didn't. I played in the test. Scholes's testimonial. Yeah. Did you play? You played in that. I don't think I did. Playing that. I'm thinking that Scholes. So he was manager of my yep. team. Yeah. Um, what was he like? Did he give you a, a <sighs> half time? I didn't know where to, I didn't know where to put my head, where to look. Like I was pretty like he's very passionate. Like I was, get, I mean. was getting bollocked by him. Oh, was he? <laughs> I'm yeah. thinking to myself, <laughs> like, it's, a, it's a testimony. I'm at Man City. I'm out of favour at the moment, so I get to go and play the game. Yeah. So I go and do a bit of training and stuff. Robbie Keane's there. Um, Patrick Vieira's there. They all went out the night before the game, and I, I just didn't fancy it. Mm. It's one of the nights I never went out. Um, and then in the game, fitting testimonies could be nice and relaxed and everything. Getting a change, he's going mental at me because I've not made twenty overlaps, I've not put twelve crosses in, I've not done this, and like he was just going mental at everyone. You don't know I what just to say. It was a testimonial, and it was like he was so passionate about the game yeah, and yeah. people not doing this and not doing that, and how much he loved football. Yeah, it was just crazy. He was di- listen, he was different, but I'm guessing in the right way for the club. Do you remember the first time you met him? Yeah, he didn't say much. Um, again, I, I would his boots would be there. I would go and get him, leave him back on his peg, make sure they were shiny. Was he picky about his boots? No, he always wore the same ones. Night tempos, I think they were at the time. Uh, nothing special. That's one thing that doesn't go on anymore, is it? The boots? No, no, they're not allowed. Kids they don't they? do the boots. Child, uh, is it something to do with child protection or something? Don't know. Like the too like, young to do it. Like, young lad coming through, you it's the best you get that? a bonus off them at Christmas yeah. or. They give you money per week. And How much did you get off Eric? Yeah. I didn't get anything. What did you get? <laughs> no. I, guess I, I didn't <laughs> get anything. be a big hitter as well. No, Chucky was a, the best um, tipper, and I wasn't on Chucky's. No. I was Blind McClare, yeah. but yeah. yeah. He was the best tipper. Um, I, was, you know, cause I was just thinking, if you, if you go in as a, 
as a young kid who's been at the club and you get Eric Cantona's boots. Is it? Is there a? Is there a, a, a hierarchy though? Is there a sort of? No, if you get all. a good player, you're like. I think I you're. You're probably thinking. Oh, as a kid, I was at the time. He's one of the bigger players. He's got more money. He's going to give me more. I'm, I'm happy with <laughs> him. As a young yeah. lad, when you're earning forty-seven pound, you're thinking he's on a big contract. He's going to give me a big tip. Yeah, I mean, at the time, like when the lads were, when the first team were tipping the lads, I mean, I would never ask him for it. Do you know what I mean? No. You just—it's one of them. You hope someone after, um, you'd someone hope after. one that's, of the senior players that's changed. Lads, you haven't like, given us any money yeah. for cleaning yeah. the boots. Yeah. 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 Yeah.